I used to produce movies. One critic called them European. I thought they were shit. Bullshit! We do not make B pictures here at Capitol. So it's kind of a psychic political thriller comedy with a heart. But it doesn't make any sense, okay? It's fucking stupid. Okay, there actually has to be something that happens that's actually funny. Now, what is the one thing if you put it in a movie, it'll be successful? Tits. That is funny. <laughs> I can take you through it step by step, explain why your story stinks. But I won't insult your intelligence. There ain't no goddamn taste. Ain't no goddamn motion picture. Why are you still in character? Star, I'm a star, I'm a star. Crad? Yeah, I don't know. Kids race against strikes. I don't know. I'm anti-drug. Should not be doing them. No one should be doing them. The acronym is Crad? Yeah. A, no, it's not, yeah, what's wrong with that? So was, was that their... They just took one crack at it and were like, done! Crad, yeah. Kids race against drugs. Crad. Well, it's because it's Kmart. Why, now, listen. You might also be asking, why does Kmart have a race against drugs? There's a lot of what questions does, you could be asking. What does against drugs even mean? It means that they, uh, what's it called? It means that uh, all the money goes to the DEA to buy, uh, <laughs> to buy, uh, to buy M wraps. That's why. That's where it all goes. Yeah, every, every single bit goes towards, what's it called? It, it's actually an entrance program into the DEA. What's it called? It, 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 see, here's the thing. People think that like the DEA agent looks, where you literally look like, have you ever seen any of like the, the, the thumb movies, like thumb yeah. wars or mm -hmm. like, yeah. Well, yeah, no, yeah. I haven't, but I know what you're talking about. Oh, you haven't. Is it, does that surprise you, Matt, that I have not seen thumb I mean, wars? I mean, I don't know. I've seen them. Rob, yeah, you but, might be seeing them soon is what I'm telling you right now. But oh anyway, Every, I should just always tell you, yes, I have seen that. So I will not. Yeah, but this thing, I would know that you're lying because if you would say, if you had said really which one, well, I guess I just said Thumb Wars. So that's shit. the one that I could have named. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, there's also, well, that's why you're probably going to end up seeing Thumb Tannic. Uh, will I be able to follow it if I haven't seen Titanic? What's it called? I don't know, probably. I, didn't, I saw it before I saw Titanic. You've seen Titanic? I've seen enough of Titanic to say I've seen Titanic. I don't know that I've seen the whole thing through. I've seen enough of it. I did watch like a two and a half hour um, uh, recreation of the Titanic sinking. Remember when I got really into boats and then like got into like that huge existential dread about, about uh, dying You thought you were going to drown? Remember yeah, that? Yeah, despite never... Yeah, you thought you were going to drown despite never leaving the land. Well, yeah. Well, literally, I get seasick. Like, it's not like it's not even a thing I could do. Like, the last time I was on a boat, I had to take quinine, like, be, like to not get seasick. And even then, I didn't have a great time. It sucks. But the sea calls to me. It's just making fun of me. <laughs> well, that, that being yeah. said, would you, would, you, would you like to begin? Well, no, I wanted to finish my point. So anyway, so what Kids Race oh, Against Drugs does is it, it, it funds both getting surplus military equipment to the DEA, but also mm -hmm. a training program for the children to look like... To give like them HGH. To, exactly. To give, yeah. See, people think, people, think, people think you just eat like dog shit to a point where it totally clogs your heart and then only work out your arms. You're going to look like a DEA agent. Wrong. 
they have a Spartan program for DEA agents, right? You really, like, it should be called the, the Kids Race Against Next. That's it. Exactly. That, yeah, Kids yeah. Race Against Next. Yeah, Kids Race to Get Kids. You're just going to be, you're just going to be head and torso. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you're going to have head, torso, and then just skinny little chicken legs because running our is goal, whips. Our goal is to gradually lower the head until every child just looks like Krang. <laughs> and then and then our DEA agents will be unstoppable. They'll have nowhere to get blown off. They will, they will personally yeah. they will personally resurrect Pablo Escobar just to kill him again. They will be that powerful. That's right. That's right. They'll just You'll have to put what's it going? It's gonna be so funny when 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 drugs get legalized and we're just gonna have to make the matrix for DEA agents so that they can just like they can just like fucking like yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Support and then kill Pablo Escobar over and over again. All right. Well, because you can't just have those people. Like, what is a DEA agent going to do post DEA? Just going to be all like school enforcement agents? Like, what? Like, it's a terrifying concept. Anyway, they're going to take. They're going to start taking littering really seriously. I'm sorry, just, Im- just imagining, like, just imagining like, putting someone like, in a chokehold over, like, missing the trash can. Exactly, exactly, yeah. You know that thing where they do where they all just, like, hang on to the side of the SUV and, like, yeah. drive up, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, just do you just do that for someone. Yeah, exactly, yeah, that, like, taking a battering, ra- Taking a yeah. battering ram to the door of someone who doesn't properly sort his recycling. Is that, yeah, 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 yeah. Literally. It's not single stream, motherfucker. You gotta <laughs> separate your plastics and your cardboards. <laughs> Creating creating a Waco situation over someone that like illegally like puts like their old mattress in a in a in a dumpster in like a in like a Walmart dumpster. God, that's dude, that's so funny. We just <laughs> so fucking good. What have you been up to? Are, are we are, are we starting or are we catching up? No, we're starting. I want to know what you're okay. up to. The people want to know what you're up to. Hello. <laughs> well, once you finish, I can prepare myself. You know, just red, lo- red leather, yellow leather, red, ye- red, yellow leather, leather, leather. The man has a funny hat. That's not one of them. Shit. Okay. <laughs> red leather, yellow leather, red, ye- red, yellow leather, <laughs> yellow. <laughs> Can't even fucking do it. God damn it. Red, Can't yellow, fucking... leather, leather. You make fun of me for not being able to speak English. You just literally just gotta yeah, say but red. It's, it's different. Like I my 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 tongue doesn't work, your brain doesn't work. Yeah, no, yeah. Red leather, yellow leather. Look at that shit. Yeah. You can do a perfect. Got a hell of a tongue. Number one tongue. Number one tongue in heaven. That's what they say about me. That's that's incredibly disturbing for an phrase. I don't know what it means either, but I don't <laughs> like it. Uh, uh, Rob, you made it bad, and I don't like that. You, as you know, famously, I'm a samurai. All right. Hello, and welcome <laughs> to You're Gonna Hate It. This is a film podcast where we talk about movies that we assign each other to torture each other. Uh, I, uh, I'm, uh, I'm just really already hating this. Uh, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, you're going to hate it more accurately describes uh, uh, you trying to start the show and me doing everything I can to derail it for some reason. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of the, the whole thing. Like, I have, I have, like, consistently failed to assign you movies that you actually hate. 
Yeah. Like, just my taste is too good. Like everyone loves yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. That's, whereas it you have, make any sense because you just like good movies is what we found out. And you just like bad movies. Exactly. And yeah. You so really, really, yeah. really the you in the title is only me. Exactly. Yeah. I'm having a great this time. Is, I literally this, texted you the other day. I'm having a great time doing this. <laughs> like I'm having an objective, like beyond just us hanging out, like on this, I'm having an objectively great time. You get exposed to some culture and you get to yeah. troll me at the same time. It's literally my two favorite things. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> so yeah, so basically I, I have been assigning you some movies. Mostly they have been like art films, foreign films, and you've been watching them and enjoying them because again, I'm a man of impeccable taste. Well, you have been torturing me with like Tom Green films and like direct to DVDs, late period Steven Zagal films. Which Did this one we, torture you? This is this is by far the worst experience I have had with any of your movies yet. Like, we'll get into it, but like, I'm like truly black billed now. <laughs> like, I feel truly dead inside. Like, I, I watched it this morning and I just like, I didn't want to go outside and enjoy the nice day. Just I don't do anything, Matt. I just want to give up. We're all, I, I actually we're done. It's no, we didn't bad. watch it this morning. That makes sense. That makes sense. No, it's yeah. I, 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 the last like 10 minutes of this movie, I just kept yelling, fuck you at the screen. But then I had to quiet down because like Jackie was. <laughs> oh, well, no. Oh, no, no, no. Well, I said it throughout the movie at times, but like for the last 10 minutes, it was just a constant fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, like over and over again. And then occasionally yell, screaming it at the screen. And then I had to remember my wife and kids were asleep. Okay, so we'll, we'll get into that one in a moment. For now, we are going to start with my selection for you, which is uh, Vittorio De Sica's Bicycle Thieves. greatest triumph and most famous film, The Bicycle Thief. This is the film found on every 10 best list for a quarter of a century, having captured every honor the world of film can bestow, including an Academy Award nomination for Best Screenplay and the coveted Oscar for the Best Foreign Film. In 1965, Stanley Kubrick, John Huston, George Seaton, Joshua Logan, King Vidor, and Fred Zinnemann, among other American directors, voted The Bicycle Thief second place in the 10 best feature films of all time. Critics, performers, and moviegoers alike have had nothing but praise for every aspect of this, the highest point of neorealistic filmmaking. Academy Award winner Marlon Brando observed, the Bicycle Thief is a perfect example of what can be done before the motion picture camera, and is so rarely done. Pulitzer Prize playwright Arthur Miller has written, The Bicycle Thief happens to be a lyrical masterpiece, unafraid to examine openly the destructive world man has made for himself. This picture, above all others, performs the central function of art. Without warping the life it depicts, it discovers the meaning of that life. It is as though the soul of a man had been filmed. 
That is from, I believe, 1948. 48. Yeah. 1948. Thought so you were supposed is, to be smart. It's what I was... I don't know why I, I let you. Like, I don't know why I <laughs> let you get to me like that. It's, it's, it's so easy. You can see it coming from like a mile away. You're, like a, you're a pitcher who, who takes like 20 seconds to wind up and like tips his pitches. But I still, no. I just, I swing and I miss every time. I let you fool me. I'm a pitcher that can only throw fastballs, but that's the thing. It's 98 miles an hour, baby. That's, that's not the metaphor okay you don't understand oh, well, okay. well, well can i tell you something else i was searching in my head for a pitcher and the only name that came to mind was and i'm serious here rodrigo jaterte so somehow racist and stupid exactly i was like oh that's not a i almost said it too and i was like wait hold on who's the rodrigo that's a pitcher probably a number of them if we're just going to get, like, full racist here. But, yes. Wait, anyway, no, there's so, a famous one, isn't there? No, there's a Rodrigo. We're not, no, we're not. There are so many Rodrigo. Okay. <laughs> there are a lot of pitchers named Rodrigo. There are a lot of baseball players. Who's the famous named, one? He's a big fat Matt, guy, right? We're not, we're not, okay, we're not doing this right now. We're, we're, here, okay. we're here to talk about art. art <laughs> we're here to talk specifically about Italian neorealism, which Bicycle Thieves is one of the premier examples of. It really, so, it's really real. <laughs> so, neorealism was a, a movement in like post-war Italian film. Um, you know, obviously Italy had gotten pretty well bombed up and shot up during the war, and the oh, film yeah. industry had, you know, suffered as badly as anyone. You know, there really there wasn't a whole lot of like uh, capacity there for like real like major studio filmmakers. So there was a, a movement among. You know, a, a number of different filmmakers, some of them established, some just emerging, to basically just make these really, like, low-rent, like, socially realist films. Um, and they were all, you know, they were all filmed at, you know, extremely low budgets. They were all filmed, you know, um, shooting on location, you know, again, which means, you know, shooting, like, just in the street, you know, um, not on sound stages, not on sets. Um, primarily just as a... As a uh, you know, as a necessity of just budget and, you know, like access to, to resources. There just wasn't really anywhere else to to film. So they, they were sort of forced to just go out into the, you know, into the city and just shoot there, which is not something that anyone was really doing at the time. You know, almost all, you're reading something. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. No, I'm listening to you. No, I was just trying to remember the name of the, um, of, uh, of, what's his name? Of, of Antonio, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, because you because know, I was just gonna add, I was gonna add like, yeah, like even like what's it called, uh, Lamberto, Lamberto, um, uh, um, um, uh, Maggiorani. What's it and called? They, they mostly like, use non-professional or largely yeah. use non-professional actors as well. They, he literally worked in a factory before that. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. So, yeah, we can get into his whole story in a second. That's a very but, sad story, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, yeah. It's just yeah. So it, you know, they were. Again, using shooting on location, using non-professional actors largely, and so that a lot of that was again out of necessity. But what it led to was, you know, sort of this sort of naturally dovetailed with a, a focus on like like socially realist films. You know, films that were about you know the struggles of ordinary people in like post-war Italian societies. So there, you know, most of the films were about 
you know, the poor. Uh, DeSica's films are mostly about that. You know, his Bicycle Thieves is probably his best known film, but he made a, you know, a bunch of others in that vein. Uh, like Umberto D is just is about one of his other you know sort of well-known films is just about like a an impoverished old man who's just trying to like earn rent money that's like the whole he's film. trying to what earn rent money so he doesn't get kicked out of his like shitty little studio apartment and that's yeah. like that's like a, a fairly standard like a neorealist plot it's like about fair like the ordinary struggles of like ordinary people but the you know now, can i ask you something can i ask you something yeah what's the difference what because I'm somewhat familiar with realism because it's my, I would say probably my favorite type of art. I actually look at a lot of realist art. And if you're wondering how I do this, I literally just go and just type in realist art and then I look at it, right? So that's basically how I do it. I've got my favorite one. I really like the Russians, right? So I go to Google Arts and Culture. There's the Russian Institute of Realist Art or something. And I just look at that and I just scroll through it and I just go pretty good over and over again. Do every painting, right? So it's my favorite. But then what makes it okay? Now you're reading the definition of neorealism. I know what you're doing. <laughs> I can see into your soul, and I know that's what you're doing, buddy. Is that what you're doing? No, of course not. <laughs> the smile on your face. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm just curious what makes something because, like, I understand what realism is, and even at this time, like, there were forms of, I mean, like, socialist realism was like a like a major form of art at this time because of how big the Soviet Union was, but it wasn't called neorealism. What makes it neorealism? That's just, I mean, that's honestly, that's just the particular term that was applied to that particular a bunch of liars is what you're telling well, me. <laughs> bunch of fucking liars. They would lie to me like that. Why wouldn't they just go so, realism? Why does everything have to be so difficult? I don't understand. Well, I, I think partially it's that there isn't like a, actually I took a, so you're inviting me to sort of nerd out a little bit again, because I took a, one of the other classes that I took and really enjoyed was, was specifically on film realism. Um, All right, go, go ahead, Bobby. What's it called? Go, the idea go of ahead. realism in film. Like, there isn't, like, film is inherently non-realistic. All inherent, or all, you know, artistic representation is inherently non-realistic it's representation yeah. it's not the real object you know oh yeah yeah, so, yeah. like, well, like so the exposition like, that like, huh? like, like 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 just like how much exposition they put in movies that it's like that that, that it's like, that's the thing yeah like shit like the shit that just bre- that like you accept in a movie or that someone be like someone be like look 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 like you and i both know we're in the cia right which like tells the watcher oh they're in the cia right but like you and I would never tell anyone that we're in the CIA. We would not say that to each other because we both know that you and I are in the CIA. That's okay. That's 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 a thought. But I'm sorry <laughs> that I'm too smart for you to understand me, Ralph. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, what I'm getting at is is more that it's re- film damn. represent. Sorry, <laughs> I said. I said, damn. Because I realized that I just said something too profound for you to even understand. <laughs> no, okay. I definitely so, didn't say something so wrong and stupid that it made you too confused. It's definitely, it's definitely what I said. Okay, so what I what I was trying to get at before okay. you you offered your thoughts. <laughs> so all all visual art is representative. You know, it is it is not the thing. 
itself. It is not the object that is depicting itself. It is a depiction of the object. It's separate and it's different. You know, it's yeah. like the like the famous but like at this point fairly cliche. You know, I think it's Duchamp picture of the pipe that says this is not a pipe. You know, that's the point. Is that, of that. Duchamp? I, I don't remember. I oh, because I was going to say that I don't like him anymore. I hate that one. But but the idea behind yes. that is it's it's not a pipe. It's a picture of a pipe, and that's different. Yeah. And so anything that purports to be realistic is still a filter of reality. You know, there's still a point of view that's being applied to it in the act of representation. You know, so there are all all sorts of different ways to approach how you. Um, portray something realistically and ultimately you can't ever get it perfectly realistic you know it's because it's always going to be a representation not the object there's an, an in representing something there is an act there is an, an element of interpretation always and necessarily so there are even like different schools of thought on how to get you know on documentary filmmaking like what version of documentary filmmaking is most realistic you know, if there's, you know, there's this whole movement in the 60s to do like essentially like fly on the wall documentaries, you know, mm -hmm. you, you basically pretend as if there is no author, you just have a camera running, there are no interviews, there's no narration, there's no like uh, archival footage cut in, it's just the director is filming people going about their lives, and then with the idea that if you just do that, that is what is most realistic, because there's no, yes. supposedly no, no like authorial uh, intervention whatsoever. But of course, just by the act of being there with a camera, you are impacting people's behavior. People act differently when they know they're being filmed. And in selecting which foot, because you're going to shoot hours and hours of footage, just by selecting which shots you want to use, which snippets of that, you are deciding what is important and what is not, and you're influencing yeah. things that way. Yeah. So the, like Cinema Verite, which is the name that was applied to this movement, which means the cinema of truth, is still not exactly truth. It's someone's idea of what the truth is. So it's not, it's not realism. It's an idea of realism, which is the closest you can ever get. Then there are other schools of thought in documentary where you have to acknowledge like authorial bias, you know, where you have to have someone, you know, acknowledging here is what I think, you know, where you have to make it clear this is the subjectivity we are bringing to this. So that is actually more honest because there is always going to be an element of subjectivity. And if you pretend that there isn't, you're actually farther from the truth, even as you're pretending that you're closer. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what, what I'm saying is- Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 I wanna get, I wanna get your reaction to that. No, I think, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. No, 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 I get it. No, 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 that makes sense. Yeah, because, like, what's it called? Man, <clears throat> yeah, no, no, I mean, I get that. You know, I've done some interviews recently with the press, right? You know what I mean? And it's, uh, what's it called, right? And, 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 but I'm being serious here. Is that, like, yeah, like, I get that. Like, like I, I the thing that struck me about it, um, that was the most striking about it was kind of, like, Oh, that's interesting what they ended up using. You know what I mean, right? Because, right. like, all these people I talked to for, like, you know, 20, 30 minutes, right? And then it would end up being, like, they'd use, like, two to five minutes. You know, you know what I mean, right? And it was just really interesting, like, what they would use. Because, like, right? And then what they were just like, yeah, I don't need that, right? Which is right. funny because it, it varied very greatly from what, like, I thought was, like, 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 like there was some stuff I said it that I was like, yeah, no, I don't think anyone's talking about this. So, like, I think I should talk about it. And then that would just be completely left out. Or sometimes, yeah, there's a thing. Like, sometimes they would actually put that in. And it was, but, 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 but yeah, so I get that. 
And so like that idea of like, yeah, like, like, cause I get that, that idea of like, okay, just act naturally. Right. Like, like pretend we're not here. Do what you would normally do. It's impossible. That's impossible. And then, but even if you could capture that, mm-hmm. right. I mean, like, what's it yeah, called? Even like, if you, you filmed people like, that who did not know that they were being filmed, there would still be an element yeah. of subjectivity to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, like, I mean, like, you could not. I don't think there has ever been. Right. I'm 29 years old. I don't think there's ever been like an hour and a half, even three hours of my life that you could really just like put together as like a chronological like one like 90 minutes to like three hours long and be like that's a movie you know what i mean right you could take bits and pieces over the course of like a day sure right but you couldn't take like a set like like you know what i mean right like like so you would have to edit it basically right like like like, i would say even if you don't edit something there's still always going to be in like an element of like authorial intent and subjectivity to it like andy warhol famously made a movie that was just like eight hours of someone sleeping the whole movie is just watching a guy sleep um and didn't he also make one of a guy getting his dick sucked i don't know maybe but but just i'm looking it up here you keep talking i'm listening okay so he, he, he famously made a movie about someone sleeping and it's like you know six to eight hours long it's just one shot no edits just the guy sleeping and you know you can't really lie in your sleep you know, you are at that point, you know, you're beyond like conscious manipulation of your actions. So you would think, okay, there are no edits. The person, you know, isn't aware they're being filmed. You know, they knew when they were going to sleep, but they're asleep. So they, they don't, again, they're, they, they're not acting, you know, they're, they're just sleeping. So you'd think that that would be about as close to like pure representation of reality <laughs> as you could get. And, but there's always still going to be an element of subjectivity just in terms of like, where you place the camera, how you light the person, um, that betrays some element of subjectivity. Even the person you select, like deciding who is worth filming, there's an element of subjectivity there. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I know you're giggling. You, you, you found it like an, a, a, you found a movie about someone getting their dick sucked, right? Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, but it's just a, it's just the guy's face, like kind of like, 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 like how I'm framed right now for you, and it's just him going like. Making an O-face. You just made an O-face. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. But, and, but again, I think that's actually yeah. a similar point because that, that's a moment where you would, where your conscious mind kind of shuts down a little bit, where you think you would be capturing someone not acting. Like, the, similarly to sleeping, as you know, when you're coming, it's hard to focus on anything other than coming and it's, you, you can't really manipulate your, your face mm-hmm. that well. So you would yeah. think you'd be capturing a, like a truly honest moment. You know? Yeah. Which is something yeah. that people have been striving for as long as there has been film. Has been filmed. Yeah. Because except for that one, except for the first one we watched about the French people shooting the moon. I don't think they were trying for that. Right. I mean, that's not to say that every movie is trying to capture like reality exactly as it exists. But for as long as there has been film, there have been people who have wanted film, to yeah. use it for pure realism. Because film has yeah. this unique quality among the visual arts is that it can capture moving images in real time with real yeah. sound yeah it's so insane f- it's insane to think of yeah you would think that you could use that to capture unvarnished reality and people have been trying to get there for as long as there have been film but it's an impossible goal you can get pretty close but it's impossible to not have some shade of subjectivity to it yeah 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 and so anyway and- bringing us back to near realism that's just one method of attempting to get there you know <clears throat> 
Yeah. And that's just what this particular movement, this particular attempt was called. To be honest, I don't know why they applied Neo to it. That's just, you know, that's just what they settled on, you know, and it's, but again, the way that they tried to get there is by shooting in real locations, using non-professional actors, mm -hmm. focusing on, you know, essentially ordinary struggles. You know, the things that are happening yeah. are essentially every day, you know, yeah. and they are things that happen in the world. You know, it's yeah. just about ordinary people, again, usually the poor, but not always. Um, one of the other major neorealist directors was Roberto Rossellini, who made this famous um, the War Trilogy, as it's called, where he, he, he was filming in 1945 and 1946, like as the war was wrapping up. So he made two movies about essentially like partisan fighters in Italy that was, you know, like shot amongst the war rubble. Um, you know, in, in the locations where the which honestly kind fought. of yeah, like that's kind of the best time to make a movie like that. It's like right, and it, then the third one yeah, we just is, go uh, out. We probably yeah. used actual partisans too, because probably yeah, yeah. Um, and it 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 was so low budget that like they weren't even using closed sets. Like there's a famous scene where one of the characters, one of the gorillas, is getting off of a a streetcar, and all of the people on the streetcar are just looking at the camera because someone is just filming daily life as it is occurring he's just set a movie amongst them like they couldn't afford to close the set well that's so cool yeah but i mean they're they're really i don't want to make them sound cheap either like they yeah. are like they are um you know considered intentional movies they just were filmed yeah. with limitations you know yeah um, yeah. I mean, like, 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 that's the thing. Like this movie. I mean, I'm sure. I think this movie did have a bigger budget and was able to close sets. But like, yeah. I mean, that's the sure. thing. Is that like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. But like, there's not. I mean, I mean, it's not like you know. It's not there's like a bunch of like special effects or anything like that, right? It's not like there's like you know. I mean, like, this movie could not have cost that much to make. And and that's the thing is like I can't stress it enough. It's still absolutely wonderful. You know what I mean? Like, and the, like, but and, and just to note on that before we continue, Rossellini. The other director, not he, he didn't direct Bicycle Thieves. He made yeah, the War trilogy. trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, uh, he was okay. someone who had been prior, like previously used to working with big budgets. Like he had been like a, a mainstream Italian filmmaker whose previous, like he, he was a guy who for whatever reason worked in sort of thematic trilogies. And before the War Trilogy, he'd made another War Trilogy that was all fascist propaganda. Um, he had been, was like, he a fascist or was he just like, you, you, get, you get the work where you can? So the thing is, he was buddies with um, Mussolini's son, um, whatever that says, and so seemed to be like at least like down with it. Like if you were the, if you're the guys who are going to pay me, I'm going to be cool with you. And then the moment the Mussolini regime fell, was immediately just like I am a partisan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Very, very opportunistic. Yeah. Well, and I also know because the Italian partisan movement was also like. Like, like they were. I mean, they were communists, but then they were also like monarchists. Like yeah. it was very, it was a very, very weird mixed movie. Bag. Yeah, it yeah. was a real mixed bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, so, so that's, anyway, that's, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, well, I mean, but you, I mean, you see it now. I mean, fucking David Frum. You know what I mean, right? right? There's no, yeah, yeah. resistance. Strange Zero. bedfellows. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, so Sorry, that's that's sort of the the context that bicycle thieves emerged out of, um, mm -hmm. and it. You know, it, again, it was a few years after the war. Like, this, there's a slightly bigger budget, you know, yeah. and they are using like closed sets. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is like, it is probably the premier example of uh, Italian neorealism. And it's, yeah, you know, 
Yeah. Um, It's it's one of those movies you can, when when watching, even though I'm not, listen, I'll be honest with you, and this is going to shock everyone. I'm not very familiar with Italian neorealism. You know what I mean? But like, I could tell, like, I was watching, like, like a capital M movie, right? I mean, even fuck, I'll say a film, you know what I mean? Like, I knew I was like, okay, this is a big deal. And I understand. This is one of the things that someone would have shown me if I had paid attention or if I had taken one of the, if I had taken one, if I had taken like a film class in college, like, I probably would have seen this movie. Probably. Yeah, no, this is a movie, this is like one of those movies that if you're a film major, you probably see two or three times in film school. Yeah. Um, yeah. And right. when uh, uh, Sight and Sound, which is a, a British magazine, they do like a, a list every so often of like the, you know, voted on by critics and directors of like the best movies ever made. It's probably like, in my humble opinion, it is the best of those lists because there, you know, there are a lot of outfits that do that, but they're... I've, What's it called I've, again? I've, Sight and Sound magazine. Sight and Sound. Um, when they their first one in 1952, they ranked it as the best movie ever made. The most recent list they did, which I think was 2012, maybe it, it had fallen to like number six or something. But still, it's definitely like still, yeah, up there is like it's it's one of the movies. Yeah, like, considering the all the movies ones. made post 1948, like yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you have The Godfather, which I mean, honestly, <laughs> dog shit movie, right? But then in addition to that, is that a B? I'm outside. Okay, we're good. Never mind. What's it called? But yeah, 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 you know. But I mean, MacGruber, I think, was made pre-2012. So yes, you got a lot. But no, but my point is, yeah, sorry. What were you saying? I was just, I was starting to just actually describe the movie, which is about this, you know, he's an, it's just, again, just about an ordinary guy. He's an unemployed man, father and husband in post-war Italy. Mm-hmm. He gets an opportunity to to have this job as a Basically, he, he his job is just put up posters. Hangs posters, yeah. Yeah, which but are, he needs a bike to get around. Uh, they live in it's in Rome. It takes place in yes. Rome. And they yeah. live sort of they on the outskirts in like mm-hmm. a, it's what seems like public housing or a tenement, something like that. Um, yeah, it's. Yeah. I think it's a thing. I, I wonder. I, they probably have the same thing that I know. That, like I know it's the deal in Paris where like it's reverse. Like the inner city of Paris is like the really yeah. wealthy area, and then the suburbs are the poor. It's probably the same thing. Yeah, that yeah, was I the sense guess. that I got anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't know, but that's, yeah. Yeah, and again, it's post-war Italy. People are very impoverished. Like, there are a lot of unemployed people jockey, jockeying for just a handful of jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's one of the lucky ones who just happens to walk into one, but he needs this bicycle. And, like, it's as it happens, he's, like, he'd actually just pawned the bike before. Like, he, he gets this job, so he has to, like, sell some bed sheets to, to get it back from the pawn shop. Which it's, I don't know, like, what the deal with the economy in, in Italy at this time was. But yeah, like, I was thinking The fact that, that you could, like, get, like, a bicycle amount of money for some bed sheets is kind of nuts. But whatever, you know. But, but whatever. The, hey, you know, I, fuck it. Who am I? Well, I don't know. Actually, it was for less. The bed sheets, because they got 7,500 lira for the bed sheets. And the bicycle was, like, 6,100 lira. And that was right. And they were like, what? And he was like, yo, yeah, that's interest. So it was actually less than, I don't yeah. understand. Yeah, it's okay. I okay. That's, I an, I either, but, that's a good point. Yeah. Sorry, continue. Whatever. So, yeah, whatever. Anyway, he has this job. It's going to be like a godsend to this family. You know, this is their yeah. lifeline. They're completely desperate. He goes about this job for like a day, and then the bike gets stolen. You know? On, on um, day one, right? Day one. Yeah. yeah. It gets stolen like immediately. Um, yeah. And so but like a concerted effort. Yeah. Most of the movie is him just trying to find this bike. Like he takes his son out into the city with him because his son, who is like all of like twelve, maybe, also but has a job in the city. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. There were, there were yeah, no yeah. like labor laws in like 1948 no. Italy. Apparently. Absolutely not. No, he has like he has like like little teeny tiny. I don't even think he's 12. He looks more like eight or nine. Like he's yeah. very young. Like he's not like yeah, he he works at a gas station and he like at one point he picks up like a gas can that is bigger than he is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he has like he has like literally little coveralls and he has like a little sandwich in his pocket and everything. Yeah, it's, it would be very cute if it wasn't like indicative of horrific economic exploitation exactly 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 yeah 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 if this was him playing pretend adorable this is so the baby doesn't die not so adorable yeah yes yes and so yeah most of the movie is just is just him him and his son looking for the bike and you know they they sort of wander around the city and really i mean if you really want to break it down structurally the movie is kind of him going to various institutions within the city looking for help and finding no help anywhere. Yeah, uh, nothing, yeah. So, like, he, the unemployment office, like, isn't he, – he manages to get lucky, but it's clear that, like, they aren't really very helpful to most people. Like, most yeah. of them are sort of, like, beset by, like, various bureaucratic hurdles. Like, guys are like, hey, I'm a bricklayer. Can I get some work just doing general things? Don't have any look for like, bricklayers, yeah. No, you're a bricklayer. You can't get, like – mortar layer work you got to do bricks um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And then, after... and then... sorry go ahead nothing oh no no yeah. oh no yeah 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 no no yeah that's what i was gonna say yeah no like 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 no absolutely no yeah yeah he goes to the unemployment office and that's them basically just being like look we literally just can't invent jobs we don't have jobs there's yeah. no work to be done which is like insane but like an insane concept because it's like what are you talking about the war ended three years ago i'm sure there's stuff that needs to be rebuilt i'm sure we need bricklayers but just no nothing right and then yeah you're right yeah he goes to the police and the police the police literally are like are like are like are like uh, i took a report what do you want me to do right yeah and that's the thing and and, 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 and then are immediately like we have a meeting with like the american military authorities we gotta go bye yeah 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 bye bye asshole right you know yeah. i think they literally call him like a jerk or something like that yeah. Or, or, or yeah they insult him right and yeah. then what's it called and he goes then, to the church yeah yeah he goes um, to the church and then and they're, they're like, like we will they, feed you then, if you sit through mass but that's it yeah 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 oh do you want a haircut no i don't want a haircut i need a i need the bike so i can feed my fit like we, like yeah we'll cut your hair if you if you take communion yeah you, you know what's funny though you know what's funny though the the only people that like actually it, it, it's funny because I'm thinking about this now. He goes, so in the movie, he goes to, um, uh, for those of you that don't know, at this point in Italy, in 1948 in Italy, uh, the Italian Communist Party was incredibly powerful, was like, was basically poised to take control of Italy, like democratically, like, like was very popular. A lot of the partisans had been communists and the communists looked like the only people, they looked like the people that had defeated fascism to most of Europe and especially in Italy, um, where you have a large, industrial base in the north and a large um, agrarian base in the south but both of them very pro-communist right and so and so um right and so it basically took the american the americans completely propping up um the christian democrats to to negate the communists from taking control of the entire country but in this time in italy there are communist party clubs and communist party like movie theaters and communist party like every there's basically a second society of communists and he goes to i don't know if it's never said whether or not he's a communist but he goes to like one of these communist party clubhouses to um to see his friend right who's a trash collector right and 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 it's funny yeah oh no 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 
was was finish that? Finish your thought. Finish your thought. Oh, no, 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 no. My whole thing was my my whole thing was was that was that the the only people that are like actually talking about like it's funny. I thought that this was a funny critique of where this stood in 1948 because 1948 is when they had the election that the communists lost. Basically, it's now kind of seen as like a. I don't know if Gladio had come around yet, but it's like a proto-Gladio, kind of like the first kind of waves of the U.S. starting to like, you know, and NATO kind of starting to fuck around in Italy and, you know, undermine, undermine elections, honestly. You can all look it up. This is all true. But anyway, what's it called? No, but, but so, what's it called? No, I know, because I know how I sound, but this is actually fact. So Gladio was, is a real thing. Gladio is a real thing, yeah. And this is also a real thing. But this was a year that the communists looked like they were going to win, but actually lost because, you know, of U.S. and Western interference. And so it's funny. The only people that are actually saying basically, like, no, like, we need, like, we need, there needs to be work, right? Because work will mean, will mean people will get paid. And people getting paid means that they can provide for themselves and their families. The only people saying this were the people, right, because they, they have a whole speech that they, that they say in the that the, that a communist says in the clubhouse, but that's the thing is that they can't do anything about it, right? I mean, even his buddies who are communists try to help him, and they can't help it. You know? I think yeah, I think you might be misreading the scene a little bit, um, which is that so he he's going. This is right right after his bike is first stolen. He goes to. Are you good? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. There was a giant fly, and I was worried it was one of those ones that bite. Okay. All right. So. So yeah, right after his bike is stolen, the first thing he does is he, he goes to this friend of his who's uh, works, he, he moonlights in a theater troupe, but works actually as a trash collector who just, you know, it seems like a, a just kind of a streetwise guy who might know where to find a stolen bike. So he goes looking for... Bayo, Bayo, Bayo. You okay? You having a stroke? I'm trying What's to pronounce on? this guy's name. This is insane. B-A-I-O-C-C-O. Like, how the hell do you say that? Uh, Scott Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scott, Scott Bayo. Yeah. Okay. Good so God. Anyway, he goes looking for this friend whose whose theater troupe is meeting in like the same the, like the opposite end of the same basement where there's a communist party meeting. Oh. He's, look, okay. he, he's looking for his friend is not actually a communist. I mean, he might be, but that's yeah. That, know, that yeah. you'd be inventing that. There's no evidence for it in the film. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. They never say, it. but yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah so only... he's looking. He's looking for his friend who's in this basement, and he wanders over to the communist party meeting, and they're talking this really good game about helping the poor. And he asks one of the guys in the back, like, "Hey, have you seen my friend?" And the guy who's Ooh. giving this speech about helping the poor is like, "Hey, shut up in the back." Yeah, 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 yeah. But really, yeah, exactly. what's happening is 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 they've got this genuine proletariat in need, and they're like, "Hey, shut up!" A man is talking. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that that's yeah. I that's an even better point, but and, and that is going to thank you. You proved my point because my point being, my point being is, is that like the only people that had the actual prescription, right, might have been that right. What they were saying might have been true, but then when pushing him to shove, no, they were no help either. Like that's the thing is that literally every part of Italian society is not built for a man like 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 Antonio Ricci. Which, right. By the way, folks, I cannot tell you enough the the the, the hand expressions in this movie. Oh my god! Oh my god! So good. Oh, but, alone worth watching the movie. I mean, for. Bruno, his son, looks like he's like every time he talks, he looks like he's trying to like fly south for the winter. He is flapping his arms so hard. <laughs> but he's just he's like eight or nine years old, but like total pimp. Total bit just like it like slicks with his back hands his so much. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just back talks everyone. Just oh my god. He's so I, cool. I don't want to make this movie sound like a treatise or like a chore because it's it's really not. It's no. like 
it's really it, it's it's really it's a very like it really operates more on an on an emotional level than a than an intellectual one. Like it's yeah. really it's just about a, a guy's like desperation to provide for his son. And ultimately, I don't really want to spoil the ending because I think it really has like I think a, a great perfect ending. Yeah, um, I don't. Want I to hated it, it but, at first, but yeah. But, but, it but is like, like, yeah, no, you're right. It's not it that is, it has to end. Like it, his his desperation to provide for his family, like leading him to like some truly like some truly desperate places, like doing yeah. some things that like he would not, he, he doesn't seem like a bad guy, but he, he does some mm-hmm. things that, you know, are, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to get, it's hard to talk about like, getting into it too much, but it, it, it he wouldn't have done if he wasn't in this situation. He makes some compromises that you don't think that he would make if he had alternatives, you know? Yeah. Um, well. And it's, and it's about really it, the, the emotional core of it is his, is his son's reaction to witnessing him making these compromises. Yeah. Like the real like core emotional core of the movie is his relationship with his son. It's really about yeah. that. Antonio and Bruno. Um, yeah. And you know, like um, I always think of like the, the scene, there's this scene like, cause he's like, he's not a perfect father, you know? No, no, yeah. no. Like, yeah, the I movie, the movie is not see, like, yeah. The movie's not like sentimental about him. Like he's he's an ordinary guy who's like, trying his best, but he's yeah. not an angel. Like he, he does kind he's kind of an idiot. Who, idiot is too harsh, but he he's he's not nearly careful enough with his bike that it is that is his lifeline. With with his bike, with his son. Yeah, like as he like one of the scenes is them going to this like bike market trying to find like maybe they've like tried to sell the bike bike for parts of heaps and he just kind of like wanders his bike for like half or wanders this bike market for like half an hour looking for it and like totally misses that his son is being like assailed like by like, basically a pedophile. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone is trying to molest his son. Well, 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 not like actively, but someone is trying to get his son to go with him to a second location. Yeah. Let's say, right, 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 right. And then, and then, and then he just, and, and then he comes over and then he's just like, Bruno, you shouldn't talk to people. And it's like, yeah. dude, what the fuck? Like, like, what does it say to me? Because like, I mean, maybe I'm too much of like a helicopter parent. I don't know. But I would not do that with my small child. You know what well, I you mean? You probably also wouldn't like sign your, your small child up to be a grease monkey at a meso shop. But well, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's, Two he's things a, are true. Yes. Yeah. But, well, I, don't, uh, like, I don't know. Depend, depends if they wanted to. I don't know. No, I'm he's, kidding. he's like he's he's trying to be a good guy, but he's sort of overmatched. Like yeah. he's not, he's not. His he just he can't he isn't quite up to the circumstances that he's facing. Yeah, um, yeah. But he, he's like insanely. I mean, and I think that that's the thing that like I'm just realizing now is like that's one of the most realistic things is that like he's not like super competent. He's not like super. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is literally just like. Like your average person, like because like warts and all, like he's like he makes mistakes. He's trying to, yeah, yeah. He's not like all bad or all good. He's just like I mean, he's trying the best he can. He's like, yeah, I don't want my. He literally says, "There's that scene when they're in the restaurant, right, where he's just like, this is why this is so important." He says to Bruno, he says, "This is why this is so important, right? They're eating, right? They're spending a little bit of money to eat." And he's like, "This is why we need to find the bike. This is why I need this job. This is why this so is so important. Is because this means occasionally- food." Yeah, or, or occasionally we can have a nice thing. Exactly. Like, and like they're not it's not like they're like going hog. They're just they're literally just eating like cheese sand- sandwiches. Yeah, but cheese like, sandwiches and a bottle like of they, wine, yeah. Oh yeah, he does get his son like a little bit drunk. Um, Which honestly, as someone that occasionally gives his kid Mountain Dew, I get. 
But yeah, I mean, not it's like Italian, it, not, not, Italy, 1948. Yeah. You're going to get your kid drunk. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, we're in the middle of a pandemic 2020. Yeah, the kid could have a little bit of Diet Dew. There's no sugar in it, all right? Leave me alone. But, uh, but and, and like, at one point, he, like, this is, this, is, I, this is the scene that I always think of when I think of this movie. At one point, he, like, I don't even remember what Bruno does, but he's just, like, Antonio, the father, is, like, just he's just he's at his wits end and bruno just won't shut up about something and he he, he hits bruno and it's like, yeah and it's like it's it's like an ugly moment and yeah and and then they they kind of like wander off to like separate ends of this bridge because they just neither one of them can quite stand to face each other like antonio is like legitimately ashamed of himself like this isn't the person that he wants to be and then yeah. like as he's sort of standing off by the the end of this one bridge he he, he hears all these people cr- like crying out that like this that someone has fallen in the water, that like the kid has fallen in the water, you know, maybe drowning in the river. And there's just this like moment of panic on Antonio's face where he's just like, you know, oh shit, did I like... So he thinks his boy drowns and he looks really upset. I mean, yeah, basically, yeah. I mean, he thinks that he has like driven his son to just do something stupid, make some some mistake or something. And like he... he, he yeah, thinks or just, son- just being a kid and just like... Yeah, right. he, yeah. But he thinks it's his fault. And, like, he ultimately, like, the kid is fine. This isn't a movie where a kid dies. I just want to make that clear. You know, that's, that's a spoiler. Yeah, yeah, spoiler yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not even the kid that but, falls in dies. Yeah, it's not, it's not his son. The it's kid that it son. actually is is fine. But, like, yeah. it's just this, just, you just, the look on his face of, like, oh, shit, what have I done? is just incredible acting. Like, again, Majiorani is not a professional actor, but he gives no, an incredible performance. Yeah, yeah, but he gives, he gives an incredible performance in this movie. Yeah, he, like really, the, he really, no, I thought, I thought he was just like, I was like, okay, clearly this is some sort of Italian leading man, right? And I looked it up afterwards and it legitimately blew me away that he, I mean, I mean, I guess we can talk about that a little bit. He was like yeah. a factory worker. He was a factory worker. Um, I wasn't sure what he did during the war. I don't know if he fought or not, but, but, but who knows? Who cares? Right, right, right. But so he was a factory worker and then he got paid the equivalent of, I believe it was $1,000 uh, U.S. for this movie, and he used that money to like take a vacation with his family, pay off some debts, and like I think like I, I and and I think that was basically it, right? Right. Like 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 he basically it was like it was like what you might do with like if you got a larger than expected tax return, you know what I mean, right? right? And, and 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 then and then they had layoffs at the factory, and they laid him off because they were like. They're like, well, you made all that money from the movie. You're fine. Why are they you working here? They assumed he was a big millionaire now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he was not. And he, like, I don't think he ever really had, like, a big role ever again. No, even, like, DeSica didn't really want to use him because he was now a known quantity. He wanted another, for all of his, like, other films going forward, he wanted, like, either an unknown or a non-professional actor. And Which is how I think like, I'm going to break into acting. Just kidding. I've been a member of the industry for 40 years. Are you kidding me? I'm a no. It keeps going up. Like two weeks ago, it was 30. Uh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, time has passed. <laughs> so time works, Rob. I thought you were smart. There's like some sort of strange, like relativistic stuff going on with your, yeah. your film career. Well, clearly you don't know anything about Alan Moore because the fact of the matter is time is a physical property that you can move around and I just got more of it. Okay. Well, do you have any additional thoughts on Bicycle Thieves? Anything else you want to talk about? No, no. I, I, I think just that like, 
that's the thing that I don't think can be stated enough about this movie, right? And I think you've stated it very aptly, is the fact that, like, this is just a normal-ass movie. Like, this is, like, a problem. Like, imagine if, like, your car got stolen. You know what I mean, right? Mm -hmm. Imagine if your car got stolen in, like, the 90s, right? Right? You know, and, like, maybe you would have to call a taxi, but, like, 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 pre-Uber, basically. You know what I mean, right? Like, you would have to, like, 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 this would be, I don't know, like, 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 this is something, like, maybe not this specific problem, but, like, basically, this is just a problem that befalls someone that does not impact society, doesn't even really impact very many people. This impacts, there's a baby, there's the, there's the wife, there's um, Antonio, and then there's uh, Bruno, it's a family right? Of four. It's four yeah. people, right? It's a family of four. This is a thing that affects four people, right? I, it, it, like, maybe it kind of affects, the, the, but, 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 but that's the thing, that's the but thing. The last... I think that's what makes it, Oh, no, no. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Oh, no. I'm going to hear this. I want to hear what you're saying. So the last, the last shot of the movie is the two of them walking off in this crowd. And sort of the implication is this is, this is just one ordinary yes. story among, among a whole. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We, um, well, you could make a movie you... about anyone else that they're walking next to. And there would be yeah. like, the same like depth and drama to it. If you, if you, if you told it right. That there is like real like exactly. Exactly. tragedy yeah, and heroism in just the everyday. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and that's the thing. And that's the thing. Is that like yeah, that's yeah, that's that's no, that's insanely true. Because I mean not to give anything away too much, but like in one of the last scenes when he does something that's like, yeah, like something that he's not very proud of, like 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 one of the people affected by what he does basically is like, No, like that's my like what you're what are you doing? That's everything I have. Like, you know what I right. mean? Right, 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 right. You know, maybe I've given it away there a little bit, but that's the thing is that like this is an entire society where there is no help. You know, God in the form of the church isn't going to help you, right? The, 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 even, you know, the, the, the political people in the form of the communists aren't going to help you, right? The literal unemployment office isn't going to help you. The government in the form of the, of the, of the cops isn't going to help you. There's no one to help you. And, and, and like, I mean, like literally the only people that are going to actually try to help you are the people in your life. Sure. But like, even then, like, what can you do? And, and this is something every person has this. And in, in the same way that like, as we were talking about earlier, like this is not a pipe. It's something representing a pipe. Like by focusing on this one story about this one man, like, because you know, as with all art, it's a thing that stands in for something else. It's, it's, it's one object, it's the representation of an object that stands in for, for something beyond it, something real. By looking at this one family, you get to see the whole society. You, know, you get to see yeah. the whole, you know, by looking at just this one man's story, you can see this greater story about how this society functions and the people that don't get cared for. It. Mm -hmm. exactly, so, exactly, exactly. And, 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 and that's the thing is that I think that like you, you, I mean, I mean, I mean, and I think that you and I are are very are are, are a little bit more, um, you know, um, 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 inclined to to hold, you know, right, 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 to say something like this is more kind of indicative of where the society was and where everything was, right? I, I, basically, I think we are sympathetic to this, right? And I think most people would be sympathetic to this. I think that you, know, you I, I, what I just kept thinking about was like was like you know like, like like the wealthy family in there and how they would have been like why don't you just buy another bike you know what i mean right and just kind of like and, and then i started thinking about the whole idea of like i don't know now nah, now nah, i'm getting weird with it in my head but the point is okay 
My point is, is that, yeah, what's it called? Yeah, I was going to go down a whole thing about the Roaring Twenties, not even the decade that this is in. So don't worry about it. My point <laughs> is, I don't like it being called the Roaring Twenties. It should be called the Nineteen Twenties. Get out of here. Not everyone was a flapper. All right, F. Scott Fitzgerald, I would fight him today. I would fight him today. Fuck you, Daisy. Do you and, think? Do you know what? Was was no 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 the Great Gatsby rock because the Great Gatsby the whole point of the Great Gatsby was all these rich people are terrible. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that the the lesson you took from Fitzgerald wasn't wasn't these people are all cool. Yeah, no, no, no. And as someone that grew up in Bethesda and went to Georgia, let me tell you something. It holds up. Terrible, terrible people, all of them, bad, diseased places, oozing with pus, spiritual pus. Okay, well, speaking of bus, I, I remember we- one time I was in LA and I was at this bus stop because I had to take the bus because I didn't have a car, right? And the welfare office had given me all these bus tokens, right? Which I gotta say, I thought was stupid at first. I was like, just give me fucking money. But then honestly, for a city like LA, pretty, pretty good to have tokens. I'm not gonna lie. Bus tokens, I like. But anyway, and I literally could not stand at the bus stop because there was this homeless gentleman there who just had some sort of like infection in, I believe it was his leg that stank so bad that you could literally smell him a block away. Like it was just awful. And that is spiritually what the town of Bethesda and what the institution of Georgetown are to this country. Thank you. Well, you going to cut that. I genuinely don't know. But I, I do think that that is where we should wrap up our discussion of bicycle thieves. And hell yeah, pimp! <laughs> Talk about a good movie. And speaking of gangrenous rot, let's talk <laughs> about sniper special ops. Hey Vic, I've been thinking about that fifty bucks earlier. That's 60 bucks. How about I knock off five dollars every time I save your ass? How about we double down? No deal. Cover our move. Miller, Marcus, move it! Let's go! We can't hold the position any longer! Jason, gotta move! Get out of here! We should go back. We will, Vic. As soon as we can. We didn't make it out, huh? No. Thanks for not leaving me behind. You're missing four men. They all casualties? No. When are you going back for them? Our major Taliban forces headed in our direction. Are you doing this for me? I'm just doing my best. Looks like a great place for an ambush. Cavalry just arrived. Go! Are you really as good as they say you are? Hell yeah, bro. I mean, it says starring Steven Seagal, but he is in like 15 minutes of this movie and seemed to be on set for maybe like a half day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, mean, that's the thing. I, this, I'm trying to think, I don't think there was one night shot in this entire movie. So this literally might've just been shot in one day. Like I don't, 
I, I, I can't. Maybe the beginning part probably took a day to shoot. So this, this honestly, they might have shot the entire I, movie in a week. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I. Yeah. Just, I guess, get into it. But I just, this made this movie made me so sad, Matt. It just. <laughs> I know. It's it's like a black hole. But have do you, you ever wanna, eaten wanna, ice cream for breakfast? Who do you think you're talking to, Matt? Of course I. Yeah. Have. Okay, okay, okay. So you know the I know I know a thing or two about living the depressed life. About yes. living the like I can't get out of bed, like I'm just gonna yeah. wrap myself in a self pity burrito and just stay under the covers. I know that lifestyle and this is I got the same feeling yes. from this movie yes. I got from that. So do you wanna yes, tell exactly. us a little bit about, about exactly. this movie and why you yeah. made us suffer through it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So first off, I just want to, in case you haven't eaten ice cream for breakfast, I just want to describe this real quick. So there's one time I ate, I, I, I opened up, I was living at my parents' house, and I opened up and there was a two pint thing of ice cream. There was about a pint left of chocolate ice cream. And it was first thing in the morning and I was starving. And I ate the entire, so, and so I ate a pint of ice cream, right? And then said, well, that's breakfast. And I was still hungry. And then I had diarrhea 30 minutes later, right? So that... That is kind of the perfect encapsulation of this movie. So really, that's how this movie made me feel. It was the same way after having the diarrhea, knowing I'd probably just eaten about 1,000, 2,000, some huge amount of calories and sugar. I gained no sustenance, though, and I hadn't given myself diarrhea. That's how this movie made me feel. So this movie, right, again, quote-unquote stars Steven Seagal, but really it way more stars the only only good part of this movie is that it has Rob Van Dam in it, who is a wrestler who I did not know, but he's legitimately very charming in it, right? But it is an insanely... He's only kind of in it too. He's yeah, like, exactly. He's like third or fourth build. Yeah, he's like third or fourth build, but he's like... He's, he's the, the guy with the ponytail, right? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And I, don't I, will, know I will... No, no, no. Hold on. I will not consent to any part of this movie being called the best part of this movie. Well, this, okay, that's This fair. is a shit sandwich all the way that's through. Fair. There's no redeeming quality whatsoever. That's fair. That's fair. Well, well, the only reason I say he's the best part is because a little background on Rob Van Dam that I that I read about after watching this movie is that he's apparently a huge like weed advocate. That checks <laughs> just, out. Just I, looking at I, him, that checks. I just out. Talks, again, he's the just, ponytail guy in this movie. Well, well, here's why. Here's why because he's a professional wrestler and he says that weed is legitimately a. a like, he says it's like he says it's like a performance enhancing drug. He says it makes you better at like wrestling and at lifting weights and everything. He says it like. It's like he basically thinks it should be sold at GNC, which honestly is. I know it always made me want to go out and do physical activity. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. this man. So this man is a psychotic. I was always like, I'm gonna run a marathon now that I'm stoned. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, actually, one time when I was stoned, me and a bunch of my buddies, we were we all got high in front of my buddy's house in his car. It was kind of just what we did all the time, right? And we got stoned, and so we're just wandering around his neighborhood, and we hear like all these children screaming. Like, we just hear children screaming, right? And we all kind of individually think, okay, I'm just like, whatever, I'm, I'm high, right? But then we all realize that we all hear children screaming. And we realize it's real, and it's coming from this one location. And so we don't know what to do, because we're just hearing children screaming. And we're like, what the fuck could this be? This could be some, you know, Fahinian Grove type shit, right? Whatever, right? So, so we all arm ourselves, right? We pick up, like, sticks. Like, someone gets, like, a baseball bat or out of their car the someone listeners finds can't like a, see my like some face sort of... right now but i just want you to know that i'm very just skeptical about all of this well well yeah well like like this is this is a real story i'll uh, like I, like, I can 
What, so we all arm ourselves with various improvised weapons that we like find on the ground or get out of our cars, right? And we like slowly, there's like probably four or five of us. We slowly start walking towards the sound of the note, right? We all split up to try to find the sound of the noise because we can tell it's real. And then we find where it is and it's coming from the backyard of this house. And it's like, 9 9 30 at night like it's like too late like that's the thing this isn't like middle of the day we're like this is way too late to be like 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 why are children screaming right and so we all we figure out where it is and we all get together and we go single file right 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 well not single file like like we fan out and we start walking we realize oh my god it's coming from the backyard we start walking towards the backyard and then we round the corner and it is they have a moon bounce and there are a bunch of children jumping on a moon bounce, having the time of their lives. And there are five stone 17 and 18 year olds armed with an improvised melee weapons standing there looking at this party. And we just all just immediately drop our weapons and run at one, at, in one fell swoop. And we just split up and just, anyway, so this movie was, this movie's about... <laughs> Oh my God. Just, Jesus Christ, man! So, 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 so it starts. So basically, this movie is. Okay. I don't hey. know if it's actually, said, but it's basically it, it's from it's it's it, so 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 there are a bunch of operators, right? In Afghan, right? And if you don't know what an operator is, it means like special forces, right? Like in Afghanistan. That's the right? special ops of the title. Exactly. Ooh, there you go. Special ops. The ops I don't know if it's even worth special. I don't know if it's even worth describing right. the plot of this movie because there isn't really one. No, like, no, 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 there's no, a plot. It's about winning. No, okay. Like, 75% of this movie is about trying to fix a truck. Yes. No, that actually is a... You know what? That's very fair. That's, that's, that's... I wouldn't say it's 75%. It's about 50%. It's 50% okay, trying me... to fix a truck, 25% a NATO reporter, a reporter for NATO for the North American Treaty Organization, which apparently is also... Has, has, a, has a journalistic wing... Right, trying to get a big scoop. Here, let me just let me just let me just run through the whole plot for you because I bet I can do it in like a minute flat. So go go. They're on a go, they're bunch of operators on a mission to rescue a congressman who's been captured by the Taliban. They rescue him, but it's a trap. Like two of them just kind of get left behind, which is Steven Seagal and another young guy. And it's literally just because Steven Seagal cannot be bothered to run. Like he literally, they're like, we got to get out of here now, and he's like moving at like the gentlest yeah. afternoon stroll because. Yeah. He's he so just fat. cannot be bothered he's to. So he's, fat. He, he's so fat, and he cannot be bothered to break a sweat in this movie. Like I would leave him behind too. No. Like you, were, people are dying here. There are literally people yeah. dying because you you will not like, even just like break yeah. a trot, Stephen. Can I can I ask so, you something? If you notice this, so so when they get trapped there, what happens is so he's a sniper. So Stephen Seagal is a sniper, right? And he has all snipers have something called a spotter, which is the person that picks the targets out, basically, right? And so his spotter gets shot in the in like the spine and can't walk. So there's this scene, like, right after this big firefight happens, where Steven Seagal is literally, he's, like, holding his gun, but he's not, like, holding his gun in, like, one arm with, like, the butt in the shoulder. He's yes. literally, he's, like, he keeps switching up, holding yeah. it right-handed and left-handed. And he's, he's resting the butt, like, above his shoulder, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. And, like, Rob also, and I are not, not military men, but, like, we know, like, this is insanely wrong. He's also, it's not a sniper rifle. It's just, like, a regular-ass yeah. assault rifle. Like, there is... Well, there's he has a sniper no... rifle at first, that is like a for gigantic. Five yeah, for five minutes. Yeah, there is there is, is really almost no sniping in the movie Sniper. Yeah, yeah. There's so little sniping. Yeah, no, he's mostly just using an assault rifle. A lot of special but, ops. No sniper. 
ton of special ops. Very anyway, cool. anyway, let me, let, me just, let me just finish up the plots. We can oh, just discuss oh, oh, everything oh, that's wrong it, with the it. So they yeah. get left behind. Everyone else leaves. They bring the congressman back. They tell the, you know, like the, the colonel who's in charge, who is 8,000 years old, looks like a veteran of like the, the Spanish-American War. That motherfucker has got a, like a remember the main tattoo on his ass. He's like mm-hmm. still like hanging on there. Like, I bet by year 150, they'll finally give me a star. But, well, he actually is. He actually was a Marine. I know that. I looked him up. He's like, okay, yeah. He yeah. He's like um, legitimately like, a, yeah. And it's like an actual like kind of actor has been like in other movies, which no yeah. one else in this movie has been. Yeah. So, anyway, he's just like, well, you know, we uh, left some guys behind, but we don't have the ammunition to go back for them, which I just don't think is a problem. Yeah, just yeah. what are they spending the like trillion dollar budget each year on? Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so oh my god, good did So everyone else is just like all the people who left Steven Seagal and his buddy behind is like, well, you know, that sucks. We should probably try and go back for him. And then they just they like commandeer a truck or something to like pick up this other guy who's just his truck broke down like on a road, and they literally just spend yeah, like. No, no, but they immediately suspect the 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 Afghan guy. They immediately suspect the interpreter, yeah. the person that's literally risking his life by just working with them, right? Is like, is like he's, this is a, he's he did it somehow. He did it. He did this. And then the guy comes out, and then even after the guy comes out, they're just like, okay, I still. They literally do put a gun to his head at one point to tell him to make a woman talk, which is I don't know. Yeah. So this other guy whose his truck is broken down, he's got a, an Afghan woman in the back who's got a kid. Apparently, the woman's like the like daughter-in-law of some big taliban guy wait hold on hold on hold on did you did you watch this with subtitles yes okay did you notice that they just kept saying speaking arabic over and over yes again? no one in <laughs> afghanistan speaks arabic but <laughs> but you know we'll just, again this this is not a movie that is like prized on its accuracy yeah. Um, yeah exactly yeah and so they literally just spend like the next 45 of this movie minutes of this movie like arguing with each other as like they sort of try and fix this truck some like Taliban guys yeah. come by at one point. There's like sort of a half-assed fire pl- firefight, and they just get on the other truck that they drove in on and leave. And I don't know why they didn't do that in the first place. Yeah. Um. They go back to yeah. rescue Steven Zagal. They bring the Afghan girl along with them, and they're like they 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 like use her as like bait essentially. Like at one point, one of the the guys, one of the marine or like special forces guy, says to the like the main guy whose name is like Mosby or something. Like yeah. you can't just use this woman as a human shield. And he's like, I'm not, and then they just do that anyway. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm not using her as a human shield. I'm going I'm to using use her, as her bait. to make sure we don't get killed. Yeah, yeah. Use her as bait. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's what a human shield is. So then they they pretend to trade her to like the main Taliban guy, um, but they don't really. It's actually the photojournalist lady, and there's sort of another half-assed firefight, and they rescue Stephen Zagal. And that's yeah, the whole with the journey blows up the head of the Taliban I think is what they say <laughs> yeah no the journalist is like, the head killed, of the Taliban she has the highest body count in this movie she kills so many people but, she literally snipes people with a nine millimeter pistol but the vast majority of this movie is just the one group of special ops guys like standing around this broken down truck being like we better fix this truck and then hey they call you Detroit and, because you're good with cars yes yeah and then at the same time, Steven Seagal and the, his like like wounded spotter just hanging out in a house, like surrounded yeah. by Taliban guys. None of them seem to know they're there, so there's no drama in it. Just like yeah. having the most listless conversation in the world. Like Steven Seagal seems like barred out in this movie. Like never speaks at anything higher than a mumble. <laughs> like never moves at higher than a trot. Just there's there's just barely. 
He gets out of the chair. Even when he's sniping, he's sitting in the chair. And by the way, insanely funny. But what's it? Yeah, so uh, he never really gets yeah. out of his chair. Like when we talked about Black Knight and we talked about how it was like uh like slapstick for like made by someone who didn't want to have to take a shower afterwards. <laughs> this is an action movie made by people who didn't want to have to take a shower afterwards. Yeah. Like and I just I cannot overstate like how little plot to this how, how little plot there is to this movie. Like it is you could easily cut it down to yeah. twenty minutes. Remember how, yeah, they should have borrowed nothing. some from Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Yeah. 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 No, they way- should have borrowed some plots from Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Yeah. Hard Ticket so, to Hawaii, like, too many plots. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yes. Like, there were, like, some, like, very clear, like, opportunities for plot to happen that they just mm-hmm. avoid. Like, nope. there's this whole thing about how, like, the congressman they rescued was... Like, oh, yeah! Like, yeah. a major, like, like anti-war congressman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it seemed like there was going to be some kind Anti-war, of subplot yeah. where, like... Bernie Sanders, it was Bernie Sanders. Yeah, no, no, his name is Congressman Stan. Which yeah. there has never in the history of democracy been a congressman Stan. Well, no, no, no. It's Stan Cooper. It's Congressman Cooper. He, because no, no, they no. Couldn't I be... know. I know. But Stan yeah. Cooper. But at no point has anyone named Stan been elected to higher public office. Maybe like town comptroller, but no higher than yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of comptrollers named, named Stan. Stan. Yeah, but no comment. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, they're all Stanley. That's true. No, yeah, no one's putting an I'm with Stan button on. But, like, so it seems like there's going to be this, like, subplot where it's, like, this is I stand, Stan. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like there's going to be some kind of subplot where it's, like, this is all some kind of setup. Like, they, yeah. they make some hints in that direction. I really thought, yes. like, eight million year old Colonel was going to turn out to be a bad guy. Literally, yes. it goes nowhere. They just drop it after 15 minutes. They forget that it's, like, yes. in the script. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was basically the again. plot. Yeah. That was basically the plot of the original Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and that was so much better. It's like, I'm, I, I, you know what? That was like a multi-million dollar game. I guess this was like a single million dollar movie, so I guess it checks out. But still, but like, yeah, like, yeah, if, like, yeah, but you literally could have just copied that plot. You literally could have just copied that plot, and you would have been fine, and no one would have cared. And everyone just would have been like, oh, this is just Modern Warfare, but that's fine. What's it called? Uh, Actually, no, everyone would have hated this anyway because that is Steven Seagal in it. And he, folks, it's not fired down below anymore, okay? They're not, he's not sending his best. Everyone, everyone in it talks like they're in a Call of Duty game. Yes. Like half yes. the dialogue is just like, just NATO phonetic alphabet, like just alphabet soup garbage. You know, it's all mm-hmm. just whiskey tango or Jersey Mike to the fire base. Uh, this is Donkey Dick over and out. It's just. Yeah. Charlie yeah. Tango Alpha Firebase yeah. Overwatch. If, if you it, and I, just, I tried to, yeah, yeah, like if you and I tried to like imitate all of our like uh, military, all of our buddies who have served in the military, how they talk, like that's what this would have sounded like. Yeah, the people that don't just, know dick about it. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. It's just it's a military just like, talk. Yeah, I hate it's military jargon in movies. It's just like the yes. the laziest attempt at verisimilitude possible. Like. Oh yeah. Nothing in this movie feels vaguely re- realistic. It's just you yeah. know, constantly talking like whiskey tango, foxtrot bullshit to each other. And when they're not, it's all like awful, awful like sub Joss Whedon quippiness. Like, yes. Yes. Every, exactly. Yeah. 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 The, my least favorite form of humor, which is just inundated in movies right now, is like 
characters quipping at each other as if they are aware they're in a movie. Like, yeah. everyone is like, at least they're not behind us in the middle of a firefight. And the next day I'll be like, not yet anyway. You know, it's yeah, just, it's, it's you, like, it's, who it's, the fuck is talking about that you're getting shot at? It's, it's fascist Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And exactly exactly yeah no it, and it's and it's and it's 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 which and like, that's a form of humor that can work in like a like an intentionally self-aware like vampire slayer right because it's like it's supposed to be kind of a self-aware comedy yeah that works for that tone this is like this is supposed to be like a realistic military action movie why are they all quipping at each other like they're the fucking avengers yeah, yeah, yo, yeah, exactly, exactly, because that's the thing, that's the thing, The Avengers, I'm gonna say right now, sucks dick, bad movie, terrible, awful, I'm sure that it has cool effects and everything, but listen, if you liked it, you're a baby, okay, why don't you, listen, <laughs> right? why don't you watch some baby movies, alright, listen, listen, you wanna watch that, my kids are watching Mickey Mouse Clubhouse right now, it's basically the exact same thing, a bunch of friends come together to solve a problem, shut up, can't stand it. Can't stand it. Get out of here. Thor Ragnarok was okay though, but this, but that sucks. The rest of them suck. Thor Ragnarok's okay. Thor's fine. And Actually, the Thor movies hold up, but the first, the, the first rest... two are garbage. But Ragnarok was good. I did like Ragnarok. Ragnarok but... was good. I liked one. I never saw two. One is okay because they like basically the the whole Thor is good when they realize Thor is supposed to be fine, which is why yeah. Ragnarok works well. And like in the first one, they oh Ragnarok was great that. for that. Yeah. Right, it's perfect. It's why it's. I'll say this: the only good Marvel movie. Talking about a better movie. Yeah, just... I don't. I don't. I don't want to talk about Sniper Special Ops anymore. Like, I cannot emphasize yeah. to you how little attention I tried to pay to this. Like, I, I, I was literally, on my phone I literally could this movie. But yeah, but anyway, no, no, I, I literally don't remember imp- almost anything about it. Sorry, continue. Back back to the important part. Thor Ragnarok is the only good Marvel movie, and it's because yeah. it's actually it actually works as a comedy. The first film yeah. kind of does. They kind of realize it's supposed to be funny, yeah. but they don't yeah. really pull it off. They got Natalie Portman's ass out of there. Get her out of there. She can't yeah. play it. She the can't do one, the bat. Actually she funny. Bat. Best Marvel yes. movie. I hear you saying Black Panther, but Black Panther I actually found to be really frustrating because it, like, there is so much interesting stuff going on, but it feel it all feels like counter to like what a Marvel movie like is is trying to be like. It's trying to make these inter- interesting, like political and aesthetic, like points or, or or motions of things, but it all like runs up a ground against like what it has to be as a Marvel movie. You know, so it, it ultimately feels like a, a very. I found it a very frustrating experience. Like there are really some some interesting things going on in there. Michael B. Jordan is great as the villain, but it all just has to end in like the Michael same. Michael B. Jordan's just like, great. Right? Michael B. Jordan's just yeah. really good. But it has to yeah. end in the same, like, boring, like, CGI guys punching each other shit, which is just... So, stu- so sick of CGI. So sick of CGI. Whereas, like, Thor Ragnarok feels like what Marvel movies would be if they were good, which is yeah. just, you know, we're just having a good time. We're just having fun. Yeah. This isn't serious. This is cool. We're just, this is supposed we're just, to be cool. We got Jeff Goldblum here, you know, we're, yeah. we're, we're quipping at each other, but it's actually, like, well-written quips, quips, yeah. you know. Everyone's just having a good time. We're having yeah. a blast, you know, and you're having a good time too. Because yeah, Taika Waititi yeah. actually has like a strong comedic voice, unlike Joss Whedon, who sucked like yeah. that. Yeah, J- 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 Joss Whedon, get the fucking God. Joss Whedon, listen, I want to give Joss Whedon that I don't want to get into too much trouble. And so this is just in a theoretical video game, okay? So in a video game, I want to do to Joss Whedon what they did to St. Peter. Look it up. That's what I want to. <laughs> 
do to him. That's what he deserves for everything he has cursed the world with. I see your, I've watched so many of your movies, you piece of shit. Wait, did he do, did he do fucking uh, Firefly? Yes, he did. Okay, Firefly was all right. I liked Firefly. Yeah, I, I liked like Firefly, yeah. but like, 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 but like, but even Firefly, I liked Firefly. Like, I would have liked to see. But here's the thing. Let's be honest. If they had not canceled Firefly, Firefly would have gotten old real quick. Just so, like, by the third season, where they're just like, they're just. Oh, I thought. Oh, shut the fuck up. No one talks that's, about that's a show that I would have like, sort of like, just kind of fallen off of like halfway through the second season. Exactly. Intending to stop. Exactly. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Like, like literally what I did with Game of Thrones. Yeah. 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 Like they. Yeah. I saw. I saw the child die. The child that everyone wanted to die, he died. And then I was like, all right, I'm good. Right. <laughs> you know, and honestly, like, there's some good stuff after that, but I think on the whole, you made the right call. Yeah. Yeah. They no, really phoned the in time. the last couple of seasons. Yeah. I watched actually no 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 sorry. I watched through that season. I watched to the end of that season and then I was like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. He's died. He's died. Right, because I just wanted to make sure that the uh that what's his name? Um I want to say Tom Hiddleston, but that's not his name. Was what's the I'm trying the little person. Oh, uh Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. I almost called him everything that's not the word uh that's not the phrase little person. And I just had to continuously stop myself. That was a quick, I just had a quick time event in real life to not call him one of the things you're not supposed to call him. Press X to not say magic. Press X to not say midget. <laughs> midget. Like literally, every, like short guy. I was a short guy. <laughs> just over and over again. X, O, triangle. Shit. Just, oh my God. That was, I legitimately am exhausted. Yeah, no, um, stay for special episodes, Nick. No, just go see Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok's like on uh, Disney Plus. It's really good. <laughs> so I, I really, there's really almost nothing to say about this movie because there's no, just almost nothing that happens in it. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah. just, again, they filmed it in like three days. Like they didn't, I, it looks like they didn't even take two takes of anything. Yeah. Like no one cared if it looked like dog shit. Like no one yeah. cared to like, give anyone any character traits it's just completely indifferent filmmaking but i just i got a, a few quick points that i want to run through just in like hit, hit it hit it hit it i'm looking something up hit it every single person in this movie who's supposed to be like a, a special forces guy is like 55 years old and looks homeless um, yes i don't yes. know why that is um why not um oh they they really act like the afghan lady is like afraid of a camera like she thinks it's gonna steal her soul like yeah they, just, exactly. they really do that um yeah at one point one of the, the marines or whatever they are asks uh the um the photojournalist lady to hand them an mre and she just she reaches into a container and just pulls out a fucking nature valley bar which again, yeah. I'm not. I'm not in the military, but I don't think that's what an MRE is. No, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't have actual MREs. Too expensive. <laughs> on, on in the Wikipedia credits uh, list of this movie, one of the characters is listed as Jahar Sarnayev, which I don't. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. Is, yeah. I don't yeah. Think is Sarnayev, right. Yeah. But I like the idea that just in the background of this movie, one of the like anonymous Taliban guys is actually Jakar's Sarnayev. This is like, this is a, this is a prequel. Yeah, you're just you're just supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, this is a prequel that Mark Wahlberg um, Boston Marathon movie. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. This is yeah. This is what drove him to be to just realize that it's like, oh no, I need to, I need to, I need to bomb the marathon. Absolutely. Uh, Which honestly, I, I I understand. Also in this movie, uh, Steven Seagal is listed as having a stunt double, which I legitimately do not know why he has, because he spends, again, 90% of his movie sitting, and when he is not sitting, he is moving at just the gentlest walk you could possibly imagine. Um, oh, wait, yeah, no, okay, I really can't, I want to I wanna touch on this, I really can't, I really, so I fucked up here, because there are, I mean, that's the whole thing about Steven Seagal now, is that Steven Seagal now, look, he's a big fat guy. He's 68 years old, right? He's just a big fat guy. And that's the thing, is that like, honestly, like he just, like he just, God, sorry, I'm just on his Wikipedia page. <laughs> just the amount of lawsuits, allegations and lawsuits. Allegations <laughs> and lawsuits. The number of subcategories, sorry. Early 1990s, 1995 lawsuit, 2010 lawsuit, 2011 lawsuit, 2017 allegations, 2018 allegations and investigation, 2020 federal securities violations settlement, and then, uh, and then conflicts with stuntmen. That is, holy shit, that's so, there are eight different subcategories in there. No, 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 but that's the thing. So Steven Seagal, Steven Seagal, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I am a Steven Seagal fan. All right, Steven Seagal, like like the classic Steven Seagal movies, right? I actually really liked. I, I would watch them with That's my fair. dad. They were great, right? Right, and 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 they were so stupid. <laughs> I'm taking you to the bank, the blood bank. They were always like this. But Steven Seagal, lately, he's he's been the same guy forever. But the difference was was he was like in shape. He was like ridiculously in shape. And then on top of that, he was actually like an Aikido master. You know what I mean? He could actually do karate. And like, and and so he would do like all of this stuff, and it was like, and it was like really good. There was the one he had with DMX, whatever movie that was. That movie, fucking rocked. That was fucking. Was that above the law? No, that wasn't above the law. What's the one he did with DMX? There's fire down below. Yeah, that's. Oh, was that Exit Wounds? No. Yes. Yes. Exit Wounds. Holy shit. Exit Wounds is so fucking cool. Yeah. Exit Wounds rocks. What's it called? Yeah, like there are these like moves that did really good. He's a big fat guy now. He can't do karate anymore. He's 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 a goddamn senior citizen, right? But he still just has this like intimate. I'm not the first person to say, it, but he has an entomans chocolate donut around his mouth that is supposed to be a goat. And then that's the thing. Like you could see, I mean, he's like Jabba level, folks. He's a big fat. He can't do anything. So he just so he just has all these movies now where he just sits in a chair <laughs> and has younger stuntmen do stuff. Right? And what sucks is, is that I realized this, and I picked this movie mainly because it was on Netflix, right? So I knew that we could watch it, and I knew that it would upset you to watch it. And then I played myself because I upset myself watching it. Because I remember how much I hated this movie. There are other movies he has. There's one called Absolution. There's one called Code of Honor, where it's purely, mostly him doing stuff and having to occasionally do karate. That's the thing. You don't get to see him do karate at all in this, which is great to see you him. You barely get to see him stand up. Stand up, exactly. So all of his movies now, there's a lot more guns because more where he's at now. My my favorite my favorite Steven Seagal story is from The Glimmer Man in uh, 1996, which co-starring Damon Wayans, or one of the Wayans brothers, anyway. Uh, yeah, <laughs> where uh, one of the like secondary villains was played by Steven Tobolowski, who's like a you know one of those like he's he's a that guy you know you, you would almost certainly recognize him. Um, yeah, just. 
Google search him. He's like a he's a he's just kind of a funny looking guy, but like a really good character actor. Shows up in yeah. places all the time. Um, yeah. And he had like a, a podcast for a while where he just kind of like tells stories from like his various movie shoots. And he he talked about being a like a second tier villain in the Glimmer Man. How like he's he gets like he, he has like a fairly brutal death where he's shot like numerous times by Steven Seagal. But like Steven Seagal had like at this point had become like a Buddhist or whatever he is. And he decided that he no longer wanted to like kill the villains in his movies, which is tough for an action star. <laughs> it's like, I don't morally believe in like depicting heroes killing people anymore, but I still want to be in action movies all the time. <laughs> so, so Stephen Tobolowsky had to like convince Steven Seagal that like, okay, well, if you're a Buddhist, me. that, means, that means you believe that I will be reincarnated. <coughs> so, so just, you know, think that when you kill my character, just that he's going to have the opportunity to be reincarnated as like someone else, hopefully someone better. And Steven Seagal like carefully considers this like, yeah, I think you're right. It's not real. It's an accident. It's a movie. Except, but, but, and then, and then, like, but after like months when they're in like post-production, he decides like, no, you know what? I don't actually buy that line of reasoning, which incredible that it took him that long. But like, so they had the, they like insisted to the, that, the, that the director go back and like ADR in a line from Stephen Tobolowsky's like the shot is literally just like Stephen Tobolowsky's like dead shot up body lying there but they had him like ADR in a line he's like I'm still alive though don't worry I'm still I'm not dead <laughs> so like Stephen Zagal, I've never like, seen Glimmerman I'm going to have to see it now that's incredible I'm just, oh my. <coughs> so shout out to the Tobolowski files. Worth the listen. That's so good. I'm definitely going to fucking have to listen. No, that's so, dude, no, that's the thing. No, I mean, fucking fire down below. It's Chris Christopherson is the bad guy. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, like it's insane. Chris Christopherson is, is the bad guy. And Steven Seagal is a special agent with the EPA, not the DEA, the <laughs> EPA, the yes. Environmental yes. Protection Agency. Yes. I mean, that's the thing. He was like, 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 like there, was, there was something there. The 90s and the 2000s were a diseased time, a diseased time. But there was something like kind of nice about them. Everyone was just like, yeah, sure, why not? Right? It was, I mean, yeah. His movies were always like just insane. <laughs> like they used to be stupid. Yeah, but they used to be insane and stupid and like they were cool. alive. Yes, they were, exactly. They were, they were alive, blood. man. There was blood pumping through their veins. Yes. You know. Yes. It's not. Yes. It's not good, but you can look no. at it and there is like humanity behind it. Yes. Like, it's, it's. Yes. It's a time. You're having a time. It's not. Yes. But something is happening. This yes. is just again like no one showed Awful. up to work. No one Awful. cared. Like they, they just they didn't even bother to like light the scenes properly. Just just mm -hmm. just totally black pilled nihilistic. Mm -hmm. Oh like, yeah. 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 This one no this one Yeah. Yeah. No 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 this one no this one this one this one is the difference between eating uh what's it called? Uh uh, 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 uh this this movie felt like so I remember um this one time when I was in college I was really hungry, and the only thing I had to eat, it was like early in the morning, I'd just woken up, like, you know those days where you just wake up like super early for no reason, you're like, fuck, mm -hmm. it's too early for me to like go back, it's too late for me to go back to sleep, and way earlier than I want to be up, and, and, and I was like hungover, and I was like, fuck, 
And I just like, I was starving, like absolutely fucking starving. And you know, no one was open for food. Right. And like, so I was like, Shit, what do I have to eat? And the only thing I had to eat was I had a, um, a, 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 like, like a, uh, it was, um, it was, um, fucking, uh, like, like a, like a mac and cheese thing. Right. Like a, like a, like one of those cups of mac and cheese that you can make. Right. And, and that's the thing is that I looked at it and I said, I needed boiling water. Right. And that's the thing. I didn't, I didn't have a pot to boil water in or anything. I'm in a dorm, right? I'm an asshole, right? I don't have anything, right? Right? And so, right? And it said, like, do not microwave. And I was like, shit, what the fuck do I do? And I was like, well, you know what? The water in my bathroom gets, like, really, really hot. Like, too hot to put your hands under. Like, if you just turn on that, it just gets really, really hot. That's probably, like, I mean, it steams. That's probably almost boiling, right? got to be good enough. So I put, so, so, so I took the cup, right? And I, and I tried to use the hot water to make, to make uh, to make mac and cheese, right? And 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 I and I let it sit there for a little bit, and I was like, okay, that's that should be enough. And I went and I ate it, and immediately crunch, right? It was not. Would you believe the water? It did not, right? And and but that's the thing. I was so hungry, and this is all I had. And I was like, fuck, right? And it was like disgusting, and like soup, and like the cheese had it mixed in, right? Of course, right? And so I just kept eating it, crunchy, and I was like, oh, it was so bad. But I ate the entire thing. And that is the exact same feeling. This, what's it called? This is, some of those old movies, bad, sure. But they were like KFC mac and cheese. It's so good, baby. It's so good, right? They're like, yeah. oh, fuck that. No, they were Boston Market mac and cheese, man. <laughs> Oof, maron. Amazing, right? Very good. Yeah. You know it's clogging your arteries. You know this is bad, but you love it, right? And it gets, it gets you going. You're excited when you get that little container. This this is 19-year-old depressed Matt hung over in his dorm room thinking that the water in his bathroom is hot enough for him Just to boil pasta mac and to make cheese. mac and cheese. Exactly. Raw, eating soggy raw mac, mac and cheese. And cheese. Exactly. Raw, soggy mac and cheese. Not even soggy. Just wet. It's not soggy. It wasn't soft. It was hard. Just wet. Hard That's what and this wet. Is. So hard and just, wet. One one last thing before we move on, because I have to move on, because I have to we stop to thinking about this movie as, as, as soon as I can. And I hope I forget <coughs> it again. But I, uh, <clears throat> so I actually I, I I just bought myself a new Apple TV. You know I, uh, like I got my tax returns. I'm working a lot of overtime. Like I'm pretty good on cash right now. I thought I you know treat myself. I'm gonna buy myself this, this nice little gadget. You know I'm gonna be able to watch all my things on my TV now. Don't have to use my laptop, you know. It's gonna be great, you know. And I was I was bringing it home this morning. I was like, what am I gonna inaugurate this with? I really, you know, I want to watch something. Just really break it in with something special. I realized, fuck, I still have not watched Sniper Special Ops, and I don't have time to watch anything else if I'm gonna watch this before we record. So this was the <laughs> first thing that I watched on my. $160 purchase of a brand new 32 gigabyte oh my generation. Oh hell yeah. Just I'm so happy. The, I cannot I cannot tell you I I, I envy the dead. <laughs> and let me tell you this is the worst of the of the of the Entman Donut era Sagal Goatee Sagal movies. Like this is the Just, worst one. Just like, generally one of the worst looking movies I have ever yes. seen. Bad looking. Passion bad look action, the Passion Action Zone rip of, yeah. of, hard, to of, get to of hard to Get to Hawaii looked better than this. Better. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, another thing. It's in Afghanistan. Everyone is wearing, all the terrorists are wearing jeans and just like scarves around their faces. Yeah. You know what? It's just. And like U.S. Army surplus, like camo jackets. Like, yeah, like jackets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone, yeah. This doesn't, these, I mean, they look like they're going paintballing. Like they made no effort to make Southern California look at all yeah. like Afghanistan. Yeah, no, yeah. There's literally just a guy who is literally just very clearly a white guy in a t-shirt. Like, 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 like he is yeah. paler than Rob and I. Like, it's insane. Yeah, it's just it's the only the only like even vaguely aesthetic choice they make is to put it all in that like that later set, period that, like, like yeah. Clint Eastwood sepia tone thing. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. And, like, I already don't really love that. And when you don't even no. bother to, like, take two takes of something to make it look good or even, like, yeah. really seemingly light the scene at all. It's just one of the just ugliest movies uh, I've ever terrible. seen. Terrible. I mean, I mean, I mean, the guy gets shot in the back. And the way that they signify that, like, oh, he's been, like, shot in the back is that they just, I guess, I, I guess bet- before every take with, like, the spotter that's been shot, they just very clearly just, like, sprayed him with water. So he just looks like he just has diarrhea. <laughs> he looks like he just – it's insane. Even even the opening credits of this movie somehow look bad. For some yeah, reason, yeah. they put them in at the top third. Like, it's – there's, like, one of the first things you learn in any <laughs> class is the rule of thirds. So you break – you imagine breaking the screen into, like, a – a three by three grid and you know your most important points of focus are along that grid so you put the credits always always on the bottom third and the eye line on the top third because that's where people are going to be looking for whatever (laughs) insane reason they flip that in this movie so people's eyes are down at the bottom and the text is up at the top it is just the most baffling aesthetic decision I have ever seen from an ostensible professional. It really looks like it was a movie just made by like, because like that's the thing is that like even I like I've never taken a yeah no I don't think I've ever taken a single film course. I've, I've taken courses where like they've shown us films like as part of the right. course. You know what I mean, right? But like, but but like never, of course, specifically about film. I've never taken one, and even I know that I'm like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, credits go at the bottom because I've seen movies. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like obviously, like yeah, like you want to watch the movie. I think that this, the person who made this, might have legitimately only seen video game cutscenes. <laughs> I know, and honestly, considering like how they talk and the quips and everything, like yes. Although I will say. I will say it does better in a video game. Like honestly, honestly, you could just watch like like you can go on YouTube. You can go on YouTube and they have full movies made of like video games where they just take like cutscenes and they piece them together and they just make a movie, right? It's called like a cutscene movie. You can literally watch that for any Call of Duty, which again is not like a well acted series, right? It's it's okay, but it's like it's stupid, but whatever, right? right. You can literally just watch that. That is a better movie than Sniper Special Ops. Let me tell you, I have been replaying the original Halo. The yeah. cutscene, the cutscenes in in like so much, and they look better. They look better. They have better dialogue, better acting. There's yes. some actual plot in there. It's yes, leaps and bounds above Sniper Special Ops. So I'm I'm just gonna put a, a hard foot down and say we're done talking about this movie. Let it never yes. be mentioned Indeed. again, ever, so, ever. Rob, what have you been watching? So I got I got two movies for you. The first one. After, after I finished watching Sniper Special Ops, I was immediately just like, I need to watch this out with something. 
I just, I need to get this <coughs> taste out of my mouth. So I actually like direct to DVD action is actually a lane that I like actually enjoy. It's like, mm-hmm. I like cheap beat-em-ups. That's something that yeah. I find really fun. So I watched the, uh, the, I think it was 2013 movie Ninja 2. Um, that is streaming on Amazon Prime. It, uh, it's, it's just like the, 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 the cheesiest, dumbest 80s kung fu movie just you know happened to come out seven years ago i love it it's great it's like it's so much fun it stars scott adkins who's like basically just a uh, a stuntman who just tap like um like i, I don't want to denigrate him totally like he, he he's got some like charisma he's like he's not a bad screen presence he just you know he's he's also not Lawrence olivier but uh you know, he's, he's an incredible, like, he does all his own stunts, like, incredible martial artist, like, so much fun. Um, I think that part of the uh, um, reason that I, there's kind of been a decline in, in action movies specifically as a genre is that uh, none of the actors are believable, like, puffs anymore. Like, um, you know, back in, like, the heyday of the action boom, like, you had Schwarzeneggers, your Stallones, they could do their own stunts if you needed. You know, they, they, they could believably kick someone's ass. So you could film it in a way that looked good. You know, you can just, you can concentrate on the action. You know, you just you hold the, the fight in a wide shot. You just watch, watch the, uh, the actual physical action occur. You know, I think action should actually be directed a lot like a, like a dance number in a, in a musical. So you just, you know, again, you just keep it in a wide frame. You don't cut too often. You just watch it happen because the, the interest should not be in the actual cutting of it or the editing of it or the framing of it. It should just be in the action itself. You just need to get it in frame and properly lit and let the, the workers do their work. Modern, modern I think modern musicals suffer from a similar thing where you're not, you're not working with like people who are trained in dance anymore. So they have to do, so similarly that modern action, you're working with a lot of actors who aren't like trained in stunt fighting. So you have to cut around that a lot, which is why you get a lot of like green screen fights. You get a lot of like really chopped up, you know, frantically edit, edited fights where you get like a little snippet of something and then you cut quickly to another little snippet of something. I just got to tell you, I have been vamping for like five yeah. minutes because man yeah. had to mute himself for like to like get his mail. But I was actually really excited to talk about this. I have some yeah. thoughts on the decline of the action. No, I, um, honestly, 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 I think there, I think, I don't, I, I don't know what we do, but I think at some point we should just have like a, like almost like a round table because I know that we're not the only ones that like we know that like just love action movies. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like, I think that that needs to be discussed because like, yeah, like action movies suck now. <laughs> like they're not, right. like, 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 I keep going back to like, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's, it's just not the heyday for them anymore, you know? But Right. And, I, and part of that is that they've been supplanted by like superhero movies. Exactly. But I, I, not an action movie. Like, not an action no, movie. It's different because it, an action movie is specifically about like physicality. It is about, exactly. again, I, I think the, the, the best point of comparison is like a musical. It looks something yes. with like dance yes. numbers. It's about, it's oh, about like what the body no. can accomplish. Honestly, and, no. Jackie Chan, Bruce Lee, all of these guys all started off as like artists, like, 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 yeah. like learning how to dance and stuff like that. Yeah. Bruce Lee was like a, a dance champion. What's it called? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, think I'm, there, I think there is yeah. more in common between like Bruce Lee and like Fred Astaire. Than like Bruce Lee. Yes, yes, like, Exa- yes, exactly. Like Robert Downey Jr. Who's, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Who's, you know, not a bad actor, but cannot cannot like do the like physical stuff. You know, he's all it's it's all green screen. Yeah. It's all like 
cutting yeah. and editing, you know, so when you have someone who can actually do that kind of stunt work, again, you can just film it. You can just actually show the action. Whereas like, you think of a movie like the, like the Bourne series, which I really love. Um, they're really good, like political thrillers, but the action sequences in them, you've got like Matt Damon and Clive Owen beating each other up. Yeah. So like the dialogue between them is great, but like the actual act, like the action of it is just like, it's completely choppy. Like they're just cutting every yeah. like, several times a second, which I think works just, in that case yeah. because it, yeah. it's that in that case, it is like an intentional choice. It's supposed to kind of reflect the like fractured mental state of the character. But yeah. that's, that's just, that's everything now. It's either yeah. that or it's green screen, like superheroes, like CGI guys punching like, each other. Get stuff. the fuck out of here. Yeah. What's it called? I want Drunken Master. I want something. I, it, 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 man, like, like, and of course, those are very specifically, like, 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 but like, dude, like, that's the thing is, like, yeah, just give me some, give me some idiot, like, I mean, there, there are guys doing karate. Give me one of them, put them in a thing, so, make it cool. Give them a budget. So what, so what you're looking for is Ninja 2. Um, yeah. Any, really, okay, any, any, any Scott Adkins movie. Like, he's made a bunch of these movies. And apparently is, like, on the strength of those alone, is, like, the biggest movie star in, like, Chechnya and the Golden Triangle. Um, Hell yeah. Based purely off of, like, straight-to-DVD um, beat-em-up movies. That's fine. Um, That's great. And, like, and, and, there's, and there's, there's so much difference between a movie like that and, like, Sniper Special Ops. Like, people actually, like, put effort into this movie. Like, it looks good. They like considered what okay, angles do we need to cut, you know what, yeah. um, what coverage do we need? How do we light this? You yeah. know, it's choreographed. There is intentionality yeah. behind it. People cared yeah. about this movie. You know, it's it's cheap. They didn't spend a lot of money on it, but there's there's genuine artistry there. You know, it mm -hmm. like that's kind of the way I like the first Expendables, honestly. I, I I saw the one of them. I wasn't a huge fan, but. I didn't like the other ones. I think I liked the first. I'm gonna have to rewatch it. I don't think I liked the first one. Maybe I did. But there's the thing is that like, you get like, like like you don't have action starts anymore. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. You have actors that you that you that you basically kind of train so that they can kind of do both. You know what I mean? Like right. you don't have people that are just pure action stars, right? You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Right, right, right. I I, I think kind of like that whole like Jason Statham with like the transport. Like I love the entire transporter series. The transporter was yeah. great. You know what I mean, right? You had the cars, you had the action. Like that was good. Like, like, and that's the thing. That that that's I think what is so. That's the one thing because like I've heard people talk about how Statham, like the two thousands are coming back. That like this is yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I think Statham is really kind of the last of those guys. Yeah, um, exactly. Like even like you look at like the Fast and the Furious movies. Like you know, The Rock could probably do a lot of that stuff, but it, again, it's all just green yeah. screen stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, and, and that's the thing. Is that it's it's. If he had been like ten years older, I think he would. We would have gotten some amazing action movies. And we got some action movies with him in the two thousands, but like, it's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Like, like uh, dude, if if he had been like ten years older, we could have gotten some real like Seagal level shit with him. Because that's the thing. Because he's even funny. You know what I mean? Like, he yeah. could even be a little funny. He's like, got some screen presence. Seagal is not funny. Seagal is unintentionally funny, which is what makes it yeah. hilarious. Right, you know, right? Because he talks like he talks like a blues man now, which that, yeah. that was pretty funny. But like, you know, but oh my god, oh, oh, oh. we anyway. need to move on though before my wife yeah. kills me. So What's it called? But that's, yeah, that's what you're watching. The other, the other other recommendation, I'll keep it quick. Uh, the Thirty Nine yeah. Steps, um, one of Hitchcock's like first masterpieces from 1936. Just well, I'm it's not like watching an, it. 
I know, early one, but a, a, a lot of fun. You know, it's got like a lot of the stuff that like he would use a lot later on. You know, it's like a, a wrong man movie. You know, this guy has been accused of murder and goes on the run. Most of it's set in Scotland, you know, when he was still working in the UK. Um, tight, fleet, 90 minutes, um, not too heavy. Always respect you know. that. Always respect that. Yeah, just a, a, a quick, fun adventure movie. I really recommend it. That is available on the Criterion channel. What about you? Um, one thing about I've not been watching a lot. Mainly, what I've been doing is I've tried to been I've been trying to uh, synchronize uh, the Talmud, uh, uh, the Talmud, uh, the works of Eugene V. Debs, and the Hagakure into a synchronistic type of ideology um, that I think would really I think is really just the best way to live life. Uh, that's mostly what I've been doing. Uh, what's it called? I've been reading a lot of Torah. So uh, my recommendation is Leviticus 19 and 20. They get really specific about what you're not allowed to do. And it's honestly kind of funny uh, if you look at it that way. What's it called? Um, yeah, I don't know that you should. Yeah. What's it called? Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Leviticus 19 and 20. They get, they get real specific. But what's it called? But yeah, that's good. Yeah. Basically, I've been trying to synchronize that. My whole goal is eventually to, you need to read the Talmud before you can even really touch Kabbalah, I think. Right, and that's I guess witchcraft that I'm allowed to do. What's it called? Because um, it's not witchcraft. It's just it's it's spiritual warfare, and or not spiritual warfare, but like spiritual. It's using God or or letting. It's good. It's good. I know that I'm so that that that's okay for me to do. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. So I, I have been trying to make a joke about what you're doing. You're, you're just doing the thing that Richard Kind does in A Serious Man, um, where he's, you know, exactly. he's this guy who's trying to like use Kabbalah to win the lottery. I just can't remember the name of the, the book that he's working on. It's like... What? Oh, the name of the book? Um, uh, he's, uh, he's working on, uh, he's working on uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Fuck, that, no, that's not funny. Fuck. What's he working on? What book? Uh, the Black Book of Communism. That's it. Um, what's it called? No, I don't know. I don't know. What's it called? No, I'm trying to... What's it called? Now, now Kabbalah's crazy, man. It's all like numbers and shit. But what's it called? Uh, oh, Audrey's coming out. What's up, buddy? Hi, Uncle Wolf. Hi, Audrey. What's it called? Uh, Uncle Wolf says hi. You can't hear him? Well, yeah, he's on the thing. We're doing a podcast. See, there he is. Okay, we're doing a podcast. Well, don't worry, we're wrapping up. This is really bothering me. Okay, well, I'm gonna. This is gonna bother me until I remember the name of Richard Kind's thing from a serious man. We'll figure, we'll figure it out on oh. the next podcast. The Mentaculus. Working on the Mentaculus. The Mentaculus really works. But yeah, go, but but, let's assign movies. Let's assign movies because yes. I'm starving. Okay, your assignment is uh, safe. Directed by Todd Haynes, starring Julianne Moore from '95, I want to say. I think that's the first one that I've given you that is in English, and that yeah. is on the uh, Criterion Channel as well. Okay. It's upsetting. Safe. Todd Haynes? Yep. Okay. Yeah, 95. Uh, okay. All right. All right. I can already tell him to hate this. This one I actually can tell him to this. This is the first one you've assigned me that I'm actually dreading. I can already yeah. tell him to hate it. I've got to get you at some point. I think I've got it. Bye-bye. Well, uh, what's it called? Um, what's it called? And for you, my good Red friend, heat. we're going to reverse. Heat. What? Give me Red Heat. 
Yes. All right. Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. What's it called? I'll watch it first and then drop it off at yours. We we can talk logistics later. But yeah, that's like you know, yeah, yeah. It was like five bucks on eBay. So I was like, fuck it, whatever. I'll just do you see this beaming right now? I do. This is like this is like me assigning you your Jimbo. I love Schwarzenegger. I am so excited for this. Well can I well can I tell you your next assignment too? No, no, let's know this. I know I'm going to hate it. Just let me enjoy this moment. I know you've got one up your sleeve after this. Just just give me this, Matt. This is the one-two punch. Welcome to the first punch, Rob. We'll see what the second one is. Okay, I know. You have, you have, got, you have like gotten progressively... Well, I, w- I was going to say progressively worse, but again, I legitimately enjoyed Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Dumb as hell, but great time. But, you know, this is just... After, after just the, the baton death march of... <laughs> Sniper special ops. I need this, Matt. I know. Well, this is your reward. This is your reward. Okay. This is your reward. And then, and then, and then the. Yeah. So. Did you? Did you just how big I'm smiling? Yeah, I know it's gonna be the love guru (laughs) or something like that. But for now, for now, join us next time for the double feature of safe and red heat, which is the first time that phrase has ever been uttered. (laughs) You use a palm note, brother. What's the catch? I want to borrow your cat and coat. Yeah, wait a minute. What's all this? What's the big idea? I want to make a getaway. Do a bunk? Yes. What have you been up to? I'll have to trust you. There's been a murder committed up on the first floor. Are you? No, no. Are those two men out there? I see. Now I suppose they're waiting there as good as gold for a copper to come and arrest them. It's quite true, listen. They're spies, foreigners. They've murdered a woman in my flat and now they're waiting for me. Oh, come off it. Funny jokes at five o'clock in the morning. All right, all right. I'll tell you the truth. You married? Yes, but don't rub it in. What's the idea now? Well, I'm not, you see. I'm a bachelor. Oh, are you? A married woman lives on the first floor. Does she? Yes, and I've just been paying her a call. And now I want to go home. Well, what's preventing you? One of those men's her brother, the other's her husband. How do you see? Well, why didn't you tell me before, old fella? I only wanted to be told. Trying to keep me with a lot of tales about murders and foreigners. Here, put me on. Put on me little hat. There you are. Take the pound. No, 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 sir. You're welcome to it. You do the same for me one day.